Welcome, everyone, to episode 367 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, back to just the two of us this week. Well, uh, Eric and Court, it has been a bit. Um, Eric and Court, our episode today is going to be on No Man's Sky next. Eric and Corey had wanted to play some, uh, never got the opportunity to. Corey actually fired his up today to play a little bit today. And for whatever reason, the part where it's calculating at the beginning took so long i actually experienced that right before we started i wanted to play a little bit uh you know of of a new game and it did take longer than even when i played yesterday because i started a few new games over the past couple days just to you know experience some of the next stuff to to talk about for this week and i don't know why it took like probably eight minutes for uh for it to get booted up so but that's going to be our main topic I played probably six, eight hours of No Man's Sky uh, with the with the next update. So I will be talking about that for the main segment. So, yeah, uh, to tease for later on the episode, I'm sure we're going to be talking more Octopath Traveler. Will, I know you played quite a bit. I played a, a decent amount myself, not as much as I would have liked, but that's just how things are going so far this summer. So, yeah. Yep. Did you have anything else you wanted to tease for later on the episode, Will? Uh, not really. I've just been playing Octopath Traveler every minute that I get a chance to. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Uh, I do have an interesting thing to actually to talk about during Nimble Bits about the spe- about Spectrum. Uh, so uh, I'll, talk, oh, yeah. I'll talk about that. That's a really fascinating uh, news development here in New York. So we'll talk about that. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, uh, so No Man's Sky. So when No Man's Sky came out, um, it was, yeah, I would say, I don't, yeah, I would say it kind of got mixed reviews. Uh, I think there was people like me who liked it for what it was. Uh, I, I liked it at launch. Um, it, it wasn't great. It definitely felt more shallow than they, they made it out to be, but I also don't think it was as bad as, as some people made it out to be, you know? I don't know how much you played at launch, Will, but I probably played 30, 35, 40 hours worth uh, right at the beginning. Yeah, my thought with No Man's Sky was the game was so mysterious. So when I was playing it, I was like, man, what more could there be to this game that I don't know about? Uh, And then I realized there was nothing, really. Right. I kind of stopped playing right there. So I probably played four or five hours, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Hated, Hated the planet I got trapped on, and then I just stopped. Yeah, it's funny because the, the when I started the the next, like I said, I started maybe five or six games. Every single I planet, every single planet I got put on was a sub zero planet, and I, I immediately had to start worrying about my survival. Yeah. Uh, my first planet when I started way back in the day. Oh, I actually meant to start playing the video in the in the chat. This is our starting locations from when the game launched video. I was in like a paradise planet. There was grass and flowers and birds everywhere. Uh, it was great, but. Uh, you know, I haven't had that same experience this time around, but so I'm going to go over some of the, some of the changes they made. Um, 
I actually had to get these, you know, written down from a, a reliable source. I think I got these from Eurogamer because they had added a bunch of stuff after the game initially came out. Uh, I'd never played it after the vanilla. They've had maybe two or three other big updates where they've added a bunch of stuff and added uh, some gameplay elements, uh, none of which I knew about because I hadn't hadn't played it since. So uh, there's obviously visual and cosmetic changes they're talking about in the chat, how much better it looks. And I agree. It looks it looks way better than it did before. Uh, massively improved lighting and atmospheric effects, increased draw distances, a new cloud rendering system, improved textures and water, third person perspective camera, a new sense of scale with more Earth like planetary generation system that produces more mountains, valleys, flora, fauna and architectural architectural props. Uh, totally. Um, it, it looks 100 times better. Um, and one of the one of the things I think uh, Tito talks about in his feedback is how how much the uh the interwebs are are playing up the the better visuals people are taking stunning screenshots of you know planetary stuff and and stuff on the planets and space travel and stuff it looks so much better than it did before uh that being said it's also more taxing on system resources i definitely can't run it as well as i did right at launch uh, i still want it to, i still like to have the balance of of looking nice and running really well so um it doesn't run as well as it did before, but you know I, I do have to tinker with it a little bit to get it running uh, exactly the way I want. But it does look much, much better. Uh, narrative and story main quest changes. So the entire opening mission was changed to make it more accessible and better explain the game systems. Uh, you still have to gather resources for your downship, and the emphasis is still going to be on gathering and managing resources. Uh, you get access to a new item, the Terraformer, that lets you shape the Earth around you at will, as well as base building and freighters early on. So uh, I, I did play th- through the opening mission a couple times. Um, it is it is a little bit different. You have to actually, you wake up like in the middle of nowhere and you have to actually track down your ship and slowly repair your, your suit and your systems and all that stuff. Um, and it, I do feel like it does a better job of explaining the systems. That being said, there's also a lot of new things that I, I wasn't aware of. Uh, I actually had to look up the controls I've actually got on my Chromebook. I have uh, the controls on a tab because I didn't know what what I was doing. Um, I actually feel like after the initial maybe five or six hours that I played with keyboard and mouse, I switched over to my Xbox controller um, just because it's a little bit more convenient for this game. Um, and there's not, I mean, the shooting stuff is, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. So I never felt like I needed a keyboard and mouse to play it afterwards, but I, I was too lazy to go downstairs and get my Xbox One controller to use on my computer, so... Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, so now there's missions in this. Yeah, so... Okay, so what you have to do is then you, you wake up, uh, you know, you're, like I said, marooned. Uh, your stuff's all broken, uh, so you gotta find uh, minerals to repair your scanner. Um... So you find, I think it's uh, ferrite clusters or whatever uh, that you have to mine to, you, then you go into your inventory and you repair your scanner. So then you scan and you find your ship. Okay. So you have to make your way to your ship and you've got to repair proponent components on your ship. You have to build something uh, to boost the signal, to track, you know, to, all that stuff. Uh, so it does show you how to do some of the new systems. Um, okay. The building thing was, was very new to me. I had never had any experience with that. Um, so that was that was kind of cool, uh, and it's pretty seamless too. It's uh, what is it? 
the either Z or X on the keyboard, and then it brings up the menu. And the, the honestly, the menu scrolling with the PC controls is a little bit awkward. Um, I know it's going to take me a little little while. What the heck? Why did the video just suddenly switch to Fortnite? It's a sign. Anyway, why why did that happen? Uh, anyway, that I got distracted. They want us to talk Fortnite. <laughs> Must be. The man. You pad a little here. I don't know how much of this played. Um, I, had, I did not. I did not use a terraformer. That's a, a new access to a no, new item. I did not use that yet. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is when you start your game, there's four modes. And again, I don't know if any of these were here in any of the other updates. But you have, uh, you know, your standard mode. You have a hard mode. You have a permadeath mode. And then there's the um, uh, Dave in the chat talked about it. The what is it called? Unlimited mode, creative mode. That's what it is. Um, and that's where you don't have to worry about resources. You just automatically have all the stuff you need to build whatever you want. And that's actually what I spent the most time with last night, so I could kind of get a handle on some of the newer systems without spending a lot of time gathering money and gathering uh, resources. It allowed me to travel off the planet right away. I actually went and got one of the freighters that that you can. Because you have unlimited unlimited money, yeah, it's fun to fun to screw around with all that stuff. So I was able to get myself a freighter and and do some of the freighter stuff uh, before I before I quit playing last night. So uh, changes to ships and fleets. So freighters introduced in the previous update. So that was there uh, have been reworked again. You now get access ac- access to them much earlier as a freebie rather than uh, hey cog whistle. Thanks for the follow. Um, Rather than needing to pay huge sums of money for them, uh, you get you can find improved versions, better stats around the galaxy as you progress. Freighters now have customizable areas in more prominent positions. There's a new frigate system. You can now buy frigates and have up to 50 of them in a fleet that allows that follows your freighter around in space. Uh, frigates have their own specializations and can be sent on procedurally generated missions, which play out in real time. Uh, you can actually follow them across the galaxy as they go to actual locations uh, to perform actual tasks, or you can let them remotely run on their own. So I had a little bit of, of experience with that. I, I hopped around to a few different systems actually trying to find uh, Frigate, because I heard if you save them in battle, you can board them afterwards, and the commander of the the, the fleet or the Frigate that you're trying to get... Uh, or freight, freighter, whatever, uh, we'll, we'll give it over to you, and, and thanks for, for helping them out. But I actually went on uh, during the creative mode and, and bought one uh, just so I could experience it. So you go and build a command center, and, and from there, it's, it's like, um, it's like the, the, the war table in, in uh, what's uh, Dragon Age. It's like the war table in Dragon Age, uh, which is kind of cool. You can have them run missions, and again, uh, you can follow them around and, and help them out or save them from from attacks and and what have you. Uh, apparently, up to fifty fifty different ships, which is which is crazy. Um, you can park your ships on those, which is also neat. Um, yes. Real quick, Dan, I'm watching yep, the uh, the video of our discovery, like our first planets. Uh huh. Uh, the graphics for the game then did not look very good. No. I'm actually kind of surprised I, because I thought it looked a lot better than what I'm seeing. Yeah. But they they fixed that, though, right? It looks better. Yeah, now. it looks a lot better. Honestly, Corey, uh, this is Corey's starting planet. It's kind of ugly anyway. Well, I'm actually only on Eric's right now. 
Is this Eric's? I thought I'm, I'm not watching the the chat. But oh, yeah. you're on. Okay, you're on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the 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 graphics are undoubtedly better. Like like they said, especially the atmospheric effects, the the light rays and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. The animals are much better. Like I came across these giant mushroom, giant radiated mushroom looking creatures when I was playing last night. Ooh. It was awesome. Uh, you know the. <laughs> They had they weren't these little rat things everywhere, you know. There was actually legitimately cool looking looking critters. I'm actually being convinced to play this now. Yeah, I mean, I one of the the points I was going to make was, you know, if you were initially put off by, you know, how shallow the game was, there is a lot more to do now than there was. Um, and as I said, I actually I enjoyed the game before. Um, it just didn't it didn't have quite enough to hold me into it but now it does like i i want to start in the normal mode and build myself up to the point where i can get a fleet of of frigates and freighters and all that stuff and and be a you know commander and trader and i think that would be awesome um, explore the galaxy yeah <laughs> uh, uh dave in the chat said i went to a planet that had the best in second place <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to get that out but there. They, they weren't in second place. They won a wild card last year when they made the playoffs, right? So they were technically second place. In the division. Was it a wild card? Yeah. It was a, wild, a second place wild card. Yep. Okay. They were technically second place in the division, but they were the second wild card. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Yeah, because it's only the division winners and then the two wild cards. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I always forget how playoffs work in different different leagues um so system and mechanical changes base building has been reworked with greater focus on construction using individual pieces like floor walls and ceilings to make more elaborate more distinct rooms and layouts um room pieces now automatically carve out landscape to fit it nicely so you can now build anywhere on a planet rather than uh, set habitable outpost places you can now have multiple bases, which you can travel to with with teleporters uh, instantaneously, which I I really like. Uh, I didn't do any building other than on my ship. I built a few rooms on my ship. I could not figure out how to do the building on the ground. I didn't know if you needed a, a hub to start off from and build from there. Uh, I didn't get the opportunity to tinker with any of that stuff. So, uh, And then multiplayer changes. So headline edition in Next is, is the multiplayer uh, you can now play in groups of up to four players, and you can see their actual characters. You can customize your own character, which means you can play as a Gek. Uh, special live missions are coming soon, and completing them rewards you with in-game currency that lets you purchase things like exclusive emotes, ships, parts, and vehicles. There are no microtransactions, thank goodness. Uh, you can mark points of interest uh, to your group, drop resources directly into friends' inventories, and join players at will. So... Those are the changes in No Man's Sky next. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I'm with it to this point. Uh, I, I can't say for sure if I'll, I'll keep playing it, but it, it's definitely uh, definitely there. And it's one I can play with the kids around, too, which is also important. My, my son actually liked uh, watching it when I played it before because he liked, you know, he's into planets and space and all that stuff. So and seeing weird animals. So I think I think it's just going to interest him more now than it did, did back then because it's more, a more interesting game yeah no definitely it's uh does it pique his interest like in space 
Uh, yeah, definitely. So, so it's a. I kind of feel like just playing this game just to explore the galaxy a little bit and get a little bit lost in something. Hmm. That's not yeah. a deep story RPG. That's just it. And I think that's that's what it what it excels at. Uh, it, it's one of those like make your own goals to, uh, type of games. Uh, Dave in the chat said it's a chill game, and that's that's exactly right. It's it's a perfect game to play like when you don't want to play anything. Like I know Eric and Corey talk about, and I have had these moments too where you don't want to start something like super deep. Um, you know, like a like an RPG, or if you're in between games and you don't want to start anything new because you know you have a new game coming out in a week, it's like a perfect game to play for that. You know, you just wander around a planet, gather some resources, slowly work towards your own personal goals. Like, there's no, there is an overarching like story, but I I don't know that anyone paid too much attention to that. I know it wasn't wasn't a great story per se. Uh, so you yeah, you complete your own little little mini goals you know uh which makes it makes it a good relaxing game to play um so could this be a candidate for comeback of the year i think so i think they did a nice job with it uh you know the the stuff that they put in the game is is stuff that should have been there at launch yeah probably but it's it's nice to see that they've worked so hard uh, on the game since it came out and and was was disappointing at launch um, you know, they, they've done a good job with it. Uh, another thing, I think I've seen that you can get it on PlayStation. I've seen, I've seen all sorts of sales for it. I want to say I saw it for 10 or $15 on PlayStation. I'm not sure if that was a physical or digital copy. Uh, and you can get it for 25 or 30 on PC. Like, I think that's a steal for this type yeah. of game. You know so. what? I know we will never probably get it. I would like the documentary on this game and what happened yeah, I would like to see, like, the lead-up to launch. Yep. Just, like, the uh, two weeks before launch. Launch, and then everything that happened from launch until, like, now. Yep. I think that would be fantastic. We'll never get it, because the only time this stuff breaks is when it involves EA with Bioware. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this would be a very, very fascinating tell-all story to be, like, who's really at... Uh, at blame for what happened at the start. <laughs> David Boston says, this is my game of the year. Runner up next to shower with daddy, <laughs> which is an actual video game. So is, is this well on Steam? I think so. It's oh. showering with daddy. Yep. Let's uh, look. Good stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, if you're, I don't know. I think it's full price probably on Xbox. There's like premium indie price, like forty bucks. I think it's full full price, but yeah, uh, definitely now is the time to jump in if you're looking for a relaxing, endless planet explorer. Uh, but it's also got you know some economy stuff. You know what it is? It's uh, um, Eve Online light, like really light. That's how I put No Man's Sky. So if you're looking at an Xbox version of this game, it's forty nine. But you can get, bucks. but you can get PlayStation versions for like twenty, twenty-five. I know I saw it on sale for ten or fifteen somewhere. I can't remember where, and it was last week when it first came out. So sounds like it's time to jump in. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. You know, if you, especially if you played at launch and and uh, weren't thrilled with it, uh, give it, give it another go. Definitely. So okay, I think that's everything I have for No Man's Sky. 
I would like to like to play more of it. You know, it's once I get uh, an actual wired connection from my PC back to my router. Right now, I'm wireless, which really sucks. Uh, I'll play it on the. It's it's a good game for the Steam Link, so I can play it on my TV. So, uh, Nibble Bits, Will, what do you got for Nibble Bits? I've got a lot, Dan. Nice. Um, there's more Vegeta and Goku coming to Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, so base Goku and base Vegeta from the Saiyan saga, uh, as before any of them could turn Super Saiyan, uh, they're being added to the game. It's a little weird because you would think these characters would be in the game before, right? but they're not. They're DLC. Not super pumped on these two characters. I think it's going to be cool fan or not fan fiction. Um, fan service. Fan service uh, for them because like Goku does the spirit bomb, uh, Vegeta does the Gallic gun, which are two of their signature moves. So that's cool. But I'm looking forward to the next DLC because if the rumor and leak is true, we're getting Cooler, which is Frieza's brother, uh, in Android 17, and those two characters I'm pretty pumped on. So yeah. uh, they're coming soon maybe next week it said early august they didn't give a specified release date i tried searching for it couldn't really find it but uh so there's that uh dan i'm looking forward to hearing your opinion on this the spiral reignited trilogy physical addiction edition is actually going to have one disc and the other two games are going to be downloads so a lot of people are really really upset about that yeah um what do you what do you think of that I mean, I feel like mo- for the most part, uh, when you get a disc for a game, there's very little of the actual game on the disc. Most of it's downloaded and installed anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Am I too far off from that? Other than other than Nintendo with their cartridges, um, I'm pretty sure the Xbox and PlayStation versions are just small, like parts of the game, and then the yeah. rest is downloaded and installed. Well, what people are worried about is having really slow internet, uh, having no internet to actually get the games. Uh, That's true. That's trading, something we have to worry about here. Trading in, you're going to get almost no value for it. Um, you're not going to be able, if you buy it used, you're not going to be able to get game two and three. Really, um, like at all? Apparently, that's kind of. I mean, this is people. They haven't set come out and said that. But this is what people's worst case scenarios are. Um, stuff like that. What I kind of think is happening is they're not going to finish it in time for it to go gold for all the games. So what they're doing is they can finish it in time, not have to delay it, only have, have that Spiral 1 done, just release the disc for that, and then from there have the downloads ready for people. Right. That's kind of what I think is happening, but that's also my glass half full. Right. Um, it is Activision. They very, very easily could be screwing the consumer. I don't know. Um, so that's happening with that. I'm still excited for the game, and I'm going to get it regardless. Yeah, I'm. I'm more worried that it's not coming to PC or Switch. It is. It leaked that it is. Oh, okay. Both. Yep. Uh, the the Insane Trilogy for Crash Bandicoot's on there. They're just going to be a little bit later for the Switch. Yep. Uh, I think it came out for the Crash Bandicoot came out for the Switch already, um, okay. and then PC came out around the same time. I want to say. Okay. Um, and then 
Oh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, I'm still interested in it. It comes out end of September, September 21st. Uh, I actually took time off from work to play it. I'm really excited to play. So do you get a do you get codes for the games when you buy the physical copy? Is that how, how it works? That's what I'm assuming. That's how that's how Bayonetta worked. Like when you bought Bayonetta 2, uh, you got a, a digital code for, for Bayonetta 1. So, yeah, when you trade it in, like if I was to trade in Bayonetta two and someone bought it used, they would not get the Bayonetta one code. They would have to buy that separately. So, and I am corrected. Uh, Beardless says usually the only thing missing from discs are the updates that are implemented after the game goes gold. So the the whole games are on the on the really? discs. I thought they yeah. had issues where they couldn't fit the games got too big or they couldn't fit them on discs anymore. I thought so too. That's what I th- always thought it was. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I guess the the response Activision gave was the global launch for Spyro Reignited Trilogy is September 21st. We're excited for fans to play all three Reignited games on that day. As with most games today, downloading an update after purchase is quite common. The language on packaging on the web is to let people know the requirements for Spyro Reignited Trilogy. So they didn't even answer. Right. Answer the question. Just said, it's, it's there. You'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. Uh, next, the core series for Pokemon game for Switch is moved to late 2019. Was not surprised by that. I figured it would be a, uh, a fall game anyway. So right. uh, still really excited for that. And Dan, I have been logged out of our Twitter, so I'm sorry if you have this. But uh, Life is Strange 2 trailer teases full reveal for August 20th. Nice. I'll have to bring that up a little bit later on in the episode. I'll bring up the teaser for Life is Strange 2. And... Uh, I can explain it if you would like. Yeah, go ahead. It's just a car being driven on the road oh. through through Arcadia. Oh, through Arcadia Bay after it's been trashed. I guess. Unless it might not years be years later. Sorry, I had to sneeze. It might not Sorry. be Arcadia Bay, but it looks like it. Okay. So. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, it looks like what's his name, the cop. David is in there. Chloe, it looks Chloe, like Chloe's stepdad. Yeah, but it looks like he's in there. Um, okay. But again, you can't really tell. It's too too hard to see. So I could be wrong with that. But we'll find out more the twentieth. Yeah, can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Neither can I. Like I said, normally I like to wait till all the episodes are out, but I'm not. Just, I'm just not gonna be able to do that this time. I'm I'm gonna play them as they come out. Hopefully there, because didn't life uh, life is strange before the storm? Didn't they come out like month to month to month rather than being like spread out over eight Seven, or nine months? Yeah, eight months for The Walking Dead. Yeah, it was a lot quicker. Okay. Uh, Don't Not did That's a really fair. good job with being, you know, punctual with their episodes because with with me when you have hype is kind of like a bubble with yeah. me. Uh, if you go way too long, I become disinterested and I'm way less likely to actually check out your product if you make me wait a year for something. I'll um, go one step further and to say, not only does my bubble pop and I become disinterested, I become angry and resentful. Yep. Like with Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, we're getting to that point where I'm going to be not interested. I'm already, I've been not interested and I'm already resentful about it. Well, it's like with music, like they'll announce albums eight months out. And it's just like, why are you doing that? Like, you don't need to build that much hype. For an I album. don't know. Yeah, it's just people. I don't know. I don't like the 
I'm a millennial. I like the instant gratification. So I like yeah, as soon as I see it. something, I need I, I need it right then and there, yep. or I become angry. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm hoping with this that uh, I mean, you guys think Octopath Traveler is going to be our game of the year? Just wait till this bad boy comes out. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> they could sneak in there like it did a couple years ago. I just need Corey to play it. Sneak in there at the end. If Corey's Corey's valid to vote for the thummies. If he, if he picks Life is Strange 2, I'll find a way. Yeah. Uh, Will, would you rotate your camera just a little bit? Your face is off camera. You know, I'm on camera f- completely for me. Just look on look on the Skype window. That's what you need to look at. Uh if you're in the in the if you have the our Twitch up. Well, Dan, not, you have not, it, you have you have it looking stupid. Uh, that's uh, that's what that's Skype for you. I I can't can't control that. That is less than half of my window It's, pro- from it's my probably it's probably about a quarter of your camera. Yep. Like I said, I wish I could do horizontal instead of vertical slice. I don't I don't think I can. I've tried tinkering with it and it just doesn't want to. Skype sucks. My god. Go. I mean, it's better, but it's still. Uh, you're right. It does still suck. So anyway, Beardless says history does tend to repeat itself. So yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Any more nibble bits, Will? Nope, that's it. Okay. All right. I got a couple things. Uh, for first of all, the big story, at least in New York, is that uh, in a bold move last week, New York State kicked top internet service provider Spectrum out of the state. Um, explain this to me like i'm five okay so they okay so the details of the merger they had to expand their services to a certain amount of underserved customers they apparently did not meet those things so uh new york is 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 rescinding their uh their merger so they have to leave they can't they can't do business in new york state anymore is there gonna be some Oh, they end up servicing more people. Guess what? They get to stay. Is that going to end up happening? That could happen. Okay, so the, okay, so New York State kicked them out. They gave them sixty days to come up with a plan to transition to a new, a new internet service provider, a new cable company, or, or what have you. Uh, but there is undoubtedly going to be lawsuits involved. It's probably going to be a long process. What's probably going to end up happening is that's New York's way of kicking Spectrum in the pants to improve their service. Uh, expand their service, what have you. So Dan, Dan, like our internet goes out four or five times a day. Yeah, I know. And that's that's my big problem with it too. I don't know if Corey has the same issues, but I have the same issues as you. Yeah. Our internet, it'll be fine for three or four days, and then for three or four days, it'll go out two, three, four times a day. And it's always at the worst possible times. Like Corey mentioned something about the, the IP address refreshing. Uh, I, I don't see the need for that all the time, like maybe once in a while. I don't, I, I don't know things from the technical aspect. Uh, that's never why, happened why, before. Well, th- that's just it. it. You know, I had Time Warner Cable, and as much as I complained about them, at least their service, like, it worked. Yeah. Uh, the, the one time I had, a, or a couple times I had a lot of trouble, it was because wiring got bad and connections got bad. Mm-hmm. And it took a few service calls for someone to come. I had to actually know the service tech personally, before it got fixed, but it got fixed, and it was something physical that was wrong with our, our our lines. Now it just it goes out for literally no reason ever. Well, um, it's terrible. 
even when I'm connected, like I'll try to do something on my phone and nothing will load because just the service in the house is so bad. I don't I don't know why. I'll have full bars, like I'm right by the router, like it just does not work. Yeah. And it's so frustrating because you can't do anything when the internet's down anymore because everything is so interconnected. Yep. Absolutely. My kids go, lose their minds because, you know, they're watching Zach Scott games or my twins are watching Peppa Pig or, you know, everyone yells at me when the internet goes out. Fix it. But I just I, I can't. You can't, yeah. As so, I yeah. Told, as I told you, if I had to care every time my internet would go down, my life force would be destroyed. Wow. There's a motorcycle. At, after 9 o'clock at night. I would do bad things to those neighbors to get rid of them <laughs> they're awful anyway uh so yeah I'm, I'm i'm watching this whole thing with with great interest i'm i'm very excited to see how, how it's all gonna play out i'll be extremely disappointed if new york state just slaps him on the wrist and lets him back well they did get fined three million dollars too that was part of the part of the whole whole spiel so but and they also cannot disrupt people's services while they're "Quote unquote," transferring it to another, another provider. At least <laughs> that's a good thing because if they were mad, oh my god, we'd have a miserable two months. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I haven't heard anything since then. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, as I said, keep keep my uh, keep my eyes peeled on on the story. It's it's interesting because uh, uh, to me, Spectrum needs a kick in the pants. They're terrible. Yeah, they're the worst internet provider we've I've seen. <laughs> I, I I joke that uh, you know as as I hated I hated Time Warner Cable hated them, but I I wish for Time Warner Cable again. That's how that's how bad our service is now. Yeah, and there's nothing we can do about it. We can get DSL or we can get satellite internet. Yeah, there's no competition. Those, those are not not the same thing at all. So, how different would our lives be if we had fiber? That would be great. That would be absolutely great. Have they expanded a lot more since we've last discussed them? Well, uh, I mean, there's there's fiber providers in in New York. It's for the most part, it's Verizon FiOS, um, but we don't have it here. It's as close as like I want to say Elmira. You can get um, Verizon FiOS. I know like Western New York has it, and then out uh, Albany Way has it. But most of Central New York, I believe, only well, maybe parts of Syracuse have FiOS too. Oh, so just um, Binghamton. Yeah, just Binghamton. Uh, but yeah, I, I I know that Verizon has since halted its FiOS uh, rollout, and I don't. I feel like the two ISPs like came to an understanding that they're not gonna fight each other over subscribers, which is not how it should be. But I don't know. What happened to competition? Well, part you of it wanted some, to be the uh, best it, back in the day. Yeah, in some cases, like uh, local governments will sign exclusive contracts with ISPs, so like they can be the only provider. And then some states are making it so because some municipalities are looking at putting in their own like locally local government owned uh, fiber optic networks. Like I read an article about Chattanooga, Tennessee, that had that put in its own fiber optic network, and uh, the citizens of the city pay like like 70 dollars a month for fiber internet and i don't even think they have to like pay a bill i think it comes out of their taxes so they don't even like notice that it's coming out really it was a slight uptick in their in their taxes you know but i would move there 
<laughs> well, exactly that, and that was that was the idea. Like it, they're using that to generate like tech businesses, you know, to try try and attract that stuff to their area. And it's it's from what I gather, it's like kind of working, you know. So, I mean, it's the most integral part of our lives at this point, other than food and water. Yeah. yeah. So. Agreed. Anyway, that's enough about that. It's it's frustrating, but I'm we very could complain all day about it. Oh, easily, easily. Uh, so my next little bit. This one was brought to my attention by Idaho Jake. He said, uh, third party accessory maker PDP is making neat colored GameCube style controllers for Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's a wired controller, and they come in three colors: it's yellow for Pikachu, red for Mario, and blue for Link. Uh, they have the current capture and home buttons that are on the switch controllers uh, also detachable right stick that can handle or that can be made like the C old C stick on the GameCube or a full thumb stick they're also uh, standard USB plug-in so I'm assuming that means they can work on PC too that would be oh. awesome I would love that um, available in holiday 2018 I would presume that's going to be around the launch of Smash Brothers Ultimate so I'll take eight. Look forward to those. Yeah. <laughs> well, you already have. You're already all set, I think. I don't know where any of mine are, to be honest. Probably let your friends borrow them. I did. I just don't know which ones anymore. Right. I'll have to dig them up. Because really, Smash needs to be played with the GameCube controller. Yeah, I'm not going to play it. The maybe is a pro controller. That's a big maybe, though. Yeah, it's it's designed for the GameCube controller. Can you name a more iconic game controller duo in gaming? I don't think so. Maybe the, the Nintendo 64 controller and Goldeneye. I just, I think Smash and the GameCube controller are just... You don't see controllers transcending generations after their generation has been completed. Yeah. Maybe the 360 controller, but that's never tied to a specific game. It's just tied to... Game. Yeah. I had played when Smash for the Wii U came out. I had played on the Pro Controller, mm-hmm. a little bit on the gamepad, but mostly on the on the Wii U Pro Controller. But once I played it on the GameCube controller, it just it like made sense, you know. <laughs> it was like an epiphany. It was like yeah, it was like a great awakening that I experienced. <laughs> uh, love it. So there is that. Um, and then my last one, Mario Tennis Aces, was the best-selling game of June. Believe it or not, it was followed by God of War. Still, still, yes, that because that came out in was April. it May? April. 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 Nice. I gotta, I gotta play God of War. I never played more than a couple hours. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff from what I gather. I haven't, I haven't played it either, so. Okay, uh, that's all I got for Nibble Bits. How was your week, Will? It's been pretty good. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is I started watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. Huh? Uh, and what that is, I know we've probably talked about it at nauseum, but uh, it's the Dragon Ball Z series with the filler cut out. And I actually think it's also like redubbed. They touched up some of the scenes. I really think... I'm only in episode 20 or 21. I think for people who don't want to watch the full series, you need to watch it. Like, Dan, like, you would love this. Because a lot of the bad, like, voice acting that was plagued to the kind of the beginning of the series, 
Uh, it's really good. Like the voice acting was really good because they did it in 2012, 13, 14, whatever. So like they've had 20 years of experience voicing these characters already. So yeah. like that awkward anime space in between characters talking and like the awkwardness, that's all gone. Like it's like actually like a crisp conversation. Like it's not awkward at all. Um, they got rid of a lot of the, all of the filler. So it's pretty much like for reference, I got to Namek, Planet Namek, which is about 60 episodes into the main series on episode 19 they land on namek so like you know they go through it quick like raditz dies in two episodes like vegeta and goku are fighting by episode 12 13 so like it's really it they keep the pacing up really well um so i wanted to say like for people who are interested watch kai i think it's a great way to watch the series the main complaint i have is gohan's voice actor changed i'm not a fan of the new voice actor Gotcha. I think Gohan from the original series is way better voice acted. I don't know okay. if that's just my nostalgia, but it just he sounds too much like a, a whiny little boy, even though he's only like four in the beginning of the series, but okay. um, definitely prefer the old voice actor. So um, yeah, Reefer says he can't watch regular DBZ anymore. Uh-huh. I, I get it. I really do. Um, nice. I kind of prefer some of the filler. I think the Namek filler is pretty bad but i think the saiyan saga filler and some of the cell saga filler is pretty good um i don't like the boo saga filler either so i think the namek and boo saga are going to really benefit from being kai having the kai treatment so um that's you know i keep keep rewatching dragon ball z i'm waiting till school starts before i watch original dragon ball and gt um what else not much work I'm done with my internship next week, so... Oh, I'm running a 5K oh, cool. on Sunday, too. Oh, have you gotten in shape for it? No. Because I know you, you're, you know, physically fit, but running is... Well, two, a 5K probably isn't too bad. Was that 2.2 miles? 3 point something. It's 3.2. Well, here's the thing. I'm bulking right now, oh. so I've cut cardio down to 10 minutes on the elliptical. Wow. Uh, and I'm getting fat, so it's just kind of like... I paid money to run is basically what I did. But, all that. you know, my manager is super into running marathons, 5Ks, half marathons, stuff like that. Um, he said, oh, I should do it. And I was like, no. Then I was like, if one of my friends at work does it, I'll do it. And he said, yeah, which blew my mind because I picked <laughs> him because I didn't think he would run it. Nice. Uh, so here we are Sunday. I don't have to work. So I'm running a 5K. Nice. At the Speedy Fest, actually. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> that's going to go horribly, but whatever. Wait, we ordered say we, Sunday? Sunday, yeah. It's supposed to be really hot on Sunday, just to so sure, you know. Sure is. <laughs> it's been in it's, the 70s and pleasant for the past three it, weeks, and it's going to be like it's going to be like 89 and humid as hell on Sunday. So. Well, the good thing, the 5K is at 9 in the morning. Oh, okay. You should be fine so then. We should be good, but I'm wearing my compression pants. Oh, no shorts. Got to. <laughs> Cut off. And then you, Dan, Baker Mayfield, you familiar with Baker Mayfield, yeah. quarterback? Yeah. You know that stupid bandana he always wears when he yeah. plays? Yeah. Uh, we both got band- Baker Mayfield bandanas to Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. Uh, I'll report back next week how much I'm hurting. Nice. So, oh, that's about my week in a nutshell. I'm looking forward to getting yeah. back to school. 
really, really bad. Oh yeah. They cut down on the amount of work that you have to work work that you have to do. Yeah, because I can do nothing during the week. I just show up to classes and sit there and yeah, do nothing. Yeah. Um, and I have a pretty easy schedule up coming up ahead. I haven't actually made it, but I don't have to take too much. So nice. Uh, yeah, uh, that's it. what. Along those lines, will um, I've actually finally started to notice some muscle definition in my upper body. Yeah. Uh, from from my kettlebell exercises, I'm up to six sets of ten reps. Nice. Uh, started at three. It's been like two months since I started. I'm starting to get like traps. Yeah. See, like my my shoulders, the round. I don't I don't know what any of the muscles names are, but the rounded shoulders here. Yep. yep. Uh, feels feels nice. And I'm also. I don't know if you've heard of this one, Will, but I'm going to start a new fasting diet. I think. Yeah, at the latest on Monday, but I'd like to try and start it tomorrow. It's the one meal a day, OMAD. I don't know about this. What is it? I just found out about it last night. I'm like, I'm going to try it. But it's, yeah, you have one hour a day to eat your your caloric intake for the day. That's going to be tough. Well, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe not. Yeah, because I, I, I've gotten used to intermittent fasting anyway, so I would eat between like 11 and 7. But like even when 11 o'clock would roll around, I wasn't, I'm not particularly hungry you know yeah uh usually i don't get hungry until right around supper time so uh you're allowed yeah you're allowed to drink water tea coffee with no cream in it so that should suffice me and then for for my meal i can have you know you try to eat healthy but i would like to try to stick between like 15 and 1800 calories for for my one hour yeah yeah so i was reading up on it it's it's interesting it's worth a shot anyway don't don't tell mother uh she thinks i'm really harming myself but I I, when i was doing intermittent fasting so she'd be uh, through, the, through the roof it's, it's it was an easy way for me to control my eating because i my eating's always or since i graduated from high school and started living on my own my eating's been way out of whack i don't know what it is but i have an unhealthy relationship with food and i don't know where it comes from but like I'm always chasing that feeling of being full. So when I was intermittent fasting, like I felt like a normal human. I wasn't like yep. eating. I ate a whole pizza today, like before we recorded. And that's just disgusting. Yeah, that's my problem too. So <laughs> I'm hoping that I, I'm going to try it. And if not, I'll just go back to regular inter- intermittent fasting. Um, but yeah, well, I haven't really lost weight per se, but I, I like, I know I've put on muscle cause I, I can feel it now. Mm-hmm. So, so feels nice. Are you gradually getting into more working out? I think so. Yeah. I actually, I was this close to buying jogging shoes the other day. I'm going to eventually, but yeah. Like I said, I started out on the kettlebell doing like three different exercises. I would do three sets of ten reps, and I'm up to six now. Uh, and I've I've added a bunch of different exercises that i do and uh you know i try to keep my heart rate like elevated for the the length of my my workout and yeah it doesn't take super long but i'm you know slowly adding adding on time now can i interest you in one cycle of steroids (laughs) i don't know if i want to go that far just yet (laughs) i'm trying to get somebody i know to do it just Just to try it yeah no that's awesome I don't know if I work out if I would work out enough to have a benefit. Well, probably. Yeah, no, you would. Uh, you would also want to 
lift your house probably because that's how much of a testosterone boost you get oh yeah it's it's crazy yeah i like i said dan if you're ever interested in going to get hard fitness i can sneak you in when i go yeah. at night. I want to go once just to see what you know people do regularly because I've always only ever done my own thing yeah so I, I'd just be interested to see yeah I don't want to make it seem like I'm becoming a fitness nut because I'm not um but I do want like it, it just I I was telling my wife the other day I don't want when I leave this earth kicking and screaming I don't want it to be because of something I could prevent you know that's kind of what I how i started doing it too yeah. i was like well like i want when i graduated high school i was like i don't want didn't want to be the one who you know just got slovingly and whatnot yeah. so i was like you know i'll try and prevent it's good that you started when you did because it's a lot harder when you get older to switch your bad habits well so even that's what i'm working on now well even when i was 205 pounds like cutting that off to get to 155 when i did like that was one of the hardest things I've ever done because I was like five months of dieting and it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's hard to correct that and it gets discouraging. But it's one of those things where you just gotta trust the process of it. And even though when you get discouraged, not to be like, oh, I'm done. I'm gonna eat a whole pizza. Like just, you know, keep keep doing it because eventually you'll you'll break break through. Yeah, so. that's where I'm hoping to get now. Um... Yeah, yeah. If I go, I want it to be something I had no, you know, had no control over. So definitely, that's 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 where I'm at now. Uh, so I got a couple other things. First, uh, I don't know if anyone noticed on our YouTube channel, the wife and I finally launched our video series that I've been talking about for a couple months now, uh, where I sit down with her and have her play a game that she's not used to playing. So uh, we deci- I decided to call it Rookie Camp, Thumbstick Athletes Rookie Camp. That's what that was. I was like, yes. wait, is it Max? But I hadn't watched it yet. Yep. It's uh, Val playing Breath of the Wild. Um, because uh, my son's so into it, uh, my daughter's into it, they watch Breath of the Wild videos when they're not playing Breath of the Wild. Like, they, they all love it. So I wanted my wife to have a better idea of what that means and how impressed I am that those two can play it as well as they can. Uh, she had no context for, for any of that stuff. So How hard that game is. Yeah, I'm all... You know what? I'll call that up right now. You got some um, views on this one, Dan. Yeah, I think we have like 35 views on it, which is more <laughs> than most of our podcast. 36 views, more and than most comments. of our podcast episodes. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I do have some tweaking to do on it. Uh, we I have a green screen that I want to set up for next time. I also have to. I've got to. We've got to talk louder, more into the microphone. Um, a part of it is because we don't want to be too loud and wake everybody up. So. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. So we're planning on doing that Sunday nights, and the episode will go up either later Sunday night or uh, Monday, like morning, um, and hopefully every week. Uh, she really enjoyed it. She's really looking forward to part two. So, uh, but I'm gonna pick pick a game, a new game, once a week, unless she really wants to play something again. I'm sure she'll want to play Breath of the Wild again because she really enjoyed it. But I'm gonna I, I'm gonna surprise her with the game. She knew about this one because I couldn't wait to tell her because really wanted to have her play it um so uh you can't say because she listens sometimes. right yeah yeah i can't i can't gotcha. say i can i can i can text it into our thumbstick athletes group chat so. I'd, I'd be interested to know what you pick yeah uh i mean i have a huge list of games for her to try 
So, and it'll we'll play like roughly the first hour, maybe a little bit more. I think this one was an hour and twenty minutes, maybe. Yeah, uh, just because that that's like she beat two of the first shrines on uh, on the Gray Plateau. So I figured that was like a good time to stop. And like I said, if she wants to come back to it at some point, we can we can certainly revisit it. But yeah, that is, was fun. It was a lot of is, fun. Is showering with Daddy going to be one of the games? <laughs> maybe. Just uh, just show her some of the more... Or Mount Your Friends could be one, too. That's a good one to have on there. Uh, show her that side of gaming. Yes. Uh, so I've had my Chromebook for a week now. It's made podcast stuff much, much easier. Because I have to... like Whenever I have to do stuff for the podcast, like I, I need to have a computer to it. It's just not convenient to do it on my phone. Because I don't like that. I don't want to have the Facebook app on my phone. I don't want to have Twitter app on my phone. I don't like having that stuff like slow down my system resources. Because I need my phone to be immediate and responsive when I do stuff. Yeah. And those those slow things down and drain battery. So I don't have any of those. So I'd actually have to, even though my computer's upstairs now in the dining room, like I still have to come in here and sit at it with my Chromebook because it's both a tablet and a laptop. Like I just have it with me just about all the time. Like I set it up on the kitchen counter. I take it with me into the living room. I can have it. Uh, I can do stuff here and there. Um, it's been great. Uh, the thing about this one too, is it's got, uh, the play store apps. So any, any vacancies that Chrome OS left, you can fill with apps. Uh, they don't all format very well to the, widescreen um, but yeah it's it's very very nice thing to have and it was inexpensive so good stuff good stuff there i'm actually surprised at the quality of the speakers on this one too sounds pretty good because i i listened to the pirates of the caribbean soundtrack Ooh. earlier yeah it's a good one so there's that oh and then my last one i actually have been wanting to ask if ask this for a little bit but um i was listening to our intro and i wanted to get the community's thought and if they thought i should shorten it or leave it alone or try to find a new intro we've had the same intro for the entire length we've doing this podcast which is almost seven full years uh it's seven full years sometime in august here i don't know when the exact that's anniversary is um so just wanted to get this uh, sense from people if they want us to change it or keep it the same or shorten it or whatever. Um, you know, we're we're open to ideas here. So just let us know. There is something endearing about never, ever, ever, ever changing our intro. Yeah, I, we don't have to. If people like it, that's fine. But it like it does feel long. Uh, you know, it's I think it's I think I started at like 35 seconds in, which seems kind of long for an intro. Uh, but yeah, if people like it, I'm more than willing to just leave it too. So there is that. Uh, let's get into what we played. Will uh, I? The only thing I played, and I know you played a buttload of, is Octopath Traveler. <laughs> so let's hear your thoughts on Octopath Traveler week two. Or so three, I, I, I think last week for the two weeks I put thirty hours into the game. This week alone, I put thirty. Nice. So I'm at sixty hours of gameplay and. If I remember correctly, I left off having completed everybody's chapter two or most people's chapter two. Uh, so I have not progressed any bit for the story since then. I've literally been grinding, getting equipment. Uh, the the biggest struggle right now has been getting those secret classes. Oh, yeah. So 
I figured out a strategy for two of them. Uh, and I did the... I don't want to spoil the strategy if nobody wants it spoiled. If yeah, people want it spoiled... Okay, so you don't. So I got the Sorcerer and Starseer. Oh, cool. So I cannot, for the life of me, beat the Runeblade. Huh? One. I tossed... Okay, so that fight's like... I spend 40 plus minutes for that fight... And I'll get him to the red, but I just can't beat him. And I don't know if my characters are too weak. Like, uh, they are too weak. They're underleveled. They're somewhere in the 30, high 30s, and somewhere in the 40s. And that's pretty low to take these on. Uh-huh. Uh, I just can't I can't get those extra couple hits to try and kill the Rune Lord. And it's really bothering me. Rune Blade, whatever it is. Okay. Um, so that's what I've really been working on. I kind of wanted all the classes for the last two chapters uh, to go into the game. Because um, mm-hmm. I guess those chat three, chapter three and four get really good for some of the characters. So I kind of want to yes. wanna clean up in there and take care of everything. But okay. can't can't do it. Can't beat them. I haven't tried the Warmaster. I kind of wanted the Rune Blade first. Right. So I don't know if I'm going to grind some more... Um, <laughs> The saving grace skill is really helpful, so that's oh. you heal above your max HP. Yeah, I know that's, what you're talking about. That's pretty handy. So have that. But like I said, I can't. I cannot beat them, and it's really bothering me. But the game. I don't think we talked about it last week. But the soundtrack. Yeah, so good. It's top notch. Like some of those cities, like. Because what I've done is I've explored the entire map, so I've been to every city, and those final cities, like on the outskirts of the map, all have really cool soundtracks to them. Nice. Um, I think I only put another three to four hours in this week. Um, I only played it in little bits. I'm mostly done with chapter twos. I think I have two more chapter twos left. Um, I have to do Han Hanits mm-hmm. and one other one one other character alfin alfin those those two i have to do uh but yeah i mean i've spent a lot of time like just goofing around too like exploring trying to get some of the side missions done um oh one thing we didn't talk about last week when we talked about octopath traveler that i want to talk about was who's your who's your favorite character so my favorite character to use not just a, use but just who which character do you like the most it, it's tough because there's certain character stories that i like a lot right. more than others but there's characters that i have in my party that i just love yeah whose stories so far like ophelia is one example she's my favorite character to use her story so far for chapter two i thought was a little a little bit weaker than the other ones but someone right. like primrose's story who's also i also use her i think she's got one of the best stories yeah um yeah i'm in agreement there i also really like alfin i don't use him in my party but i really like his what's going on with his character so far mm-hmm. to be honest the i really enjoy all the characters probably my least favorite might be might be Tressa. I use her the least. Okay. Yeah, see, Tressa's my favorite character. And I, like, I like her the most. But I don't, like, too. I don't like her story as much. Uh, it's not as interesting to me as, as like you said, Primrose is probably my favorite storyline so far. Yeah, just so much darker than... Like, Tressa's is just kind of like... 
jokey and i get yeah. she's like the cute like yeah. oh, aloof character so like i i get it but like but i mean part of my reason for liking her too is because if i was in this game and i've said this before but i would probably be like her i would be a merchant of some yeah. sort yeah I'd try to make money because that's that's what i do in, in in any game that i play uh you know like like a crusader kings too i try to be an economic empire like i just always try to try to take the money making route in these things so uh, that's probably what i would be the merchant class is pretty helpful i know it doesn't do a lot of dps but man that collect skill where you can steal money really helpful especially because money is pretty hard to come by in the game yeah donate bp is nice too did donate donate bp is an incredible skill as well um yeah, like I said, I really honestly like every single character a lot. Um, it's to the point where like I want to use like Hanet and Alfin, Oberlick more, but like my main party has been Ophelia, Primrose, Therion, and Cyrus. Uh-huh. So my, I mean, my main party gets destroyed if there's a big damage dealer because yes. they, they can't take a hit. That's okay. So my party is the exact same, but I take out Therion and put in Tressa. Yeah, just so that—that's my party, and it's it's magic users and and like uh, the the damage dealers. I can't, I don't have anyone that can take a hit. Same thing. Yep. So I'm actually thinking of taking taking maybe Cyrus out, and it's not because I don't want to use him. I already have because what I've been running is Primrose as a star seer, and Ophelia as a sorcerer. So they do a lot of damage and a lot of uh, like healing that sort of thing. Uh, buffs and debuffs. So I'm thinking of taking Cyrus out to have a huge damage dealer in my second party, uh-huh. and putting maybe Hanet in as a Warmaster. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking, and maybe having a little bit more more beef to my party, I guess, lack for a better word, um, and maybe make Therion the Rune Blade. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm playing with. I'm not really sure. Um, I just don't know if any of them make a good Warmaster or Rune Blade. So. Like, you kind of, when you use Ophelia and Primrose, you're like, oh, they can do magic pretty well. Right. So. Uh, yeah, see, I, I just made uh, Hanit my my warrior secondary class. Yep. I'm hoping she can she can fill in, because I haven't used Ulbrich very much. I guess he's a huge damage dealer. I didn't realize this. Really? I, I guess so. I don't use him too much either. Huh. Um, everybody in my game is at least level 30. And after that, like, Ophelia is my highest at, like, 46 or 7 or something like that. Okay. Um, and, man, like, I'm only halfway through the stories, and I'm 60 hours into the game. So I'm going to be going over 100, probably. Nice. For Octopath Traveler. But I, I love the game. It's, it's really good. I don't... And you know what? The more that I play it and the more that I see that their stories aren't interconnected, the more that I like it. Yeah. I don't, there doesn't need to be everybody needs to save the world. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just kind of like everybody has their own narrative and everybody's helping each other out. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's refreshing. Yeah. You know? Like, I see these reviews talking about how this game falls under the weight of all of its influences, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's... It, just because there's not an overarching story doesn't yeah. mean it's collapsing under the weight of its influences. It doesn't need that. Yeah, I as I said, my only real complaint for Octopath Traveler was that it eats up battery life really fast. That's hey, literally my only complaint. I that, was all, 40, that was 
all I could come up with. I played 40 minutes the other day and I was at 60. I was yeah. like, holy crap. Yeah. It eats battery, I think, faster than like Breath of the Wild even. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because that game is massive. Yep. So yeah, it's really put Hollow Knight on hold. I didn't think any game would be able to do that until I completed Hollow Knight, but Octopath Traveler has done it. Yeah. Um, as soon as I beat Octopath, it's when I go back to Hollow Knight and beat that. It's going to be rough getting back into it, though, because the game's hard. Yeah. So I'll get steamrolled a couple times, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. I tentatively, after Octopath, I'm going to do finish Hollow Knight. Then I think I'm going to go to God of War. Okay. Try to get that finished up. Yeah, I've got. I have a long slog, and then that'll probably take me till Spiral. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm gonna tackle next after Octopath. I've got. I've got a few things I've got to finish off. I've got to get rated G games started again. For a while, I was for like three months. I did a video every night, and I haven't really done it. So I want to kind of restart that. I've got uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker that I've got to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the switch so got a lot of content on it though so yeah i've got like 80 videos or something like that that's pretty good but i want to get it restarted and uh you know i don't know i gotcha i want to get monster hunter world i just don't know if i'm going to because it's (sighs) one of those time sync games you know if these time sync games if they're not right up my alley like octopath i don't think i'm gonna be able to play them yeah see if it was on the switch it would be much easier i don't like sitting here by myself on my computer yeah like i'm thinking i thought about upgrading my pc but now i have just like no interest in it yeah so it's it's like i will play on the switch if i want to play it (laughs) that's exactly right switch is ruining everything yeah same here (laughs) okay anything else will no that's it all right, let's do feedback. Okay. So the first one is from Eric, uh, or Reefer, as he's known in, in the chat. He says, hey, guys, hope you all have had a great week. Uh, I've had serious paral- serious analysis paralysis the last few days trying to decide what game I want to play in the evenings. The No Man's Sky update has been fant- fantastic, but Colleen has been glued to it on the PS4, so I'm stuck staring at my way-too-large Steam library every night. Do you guys have this problem? And if so, how do you get over it? Do you just pick one at random and go for it or what? Now for everyone's favorite intermittent segment, This Day in Real Life. On this day in 1776, the signing of the United States Declaration of Independence took place. Contrary to popular belief, the 4th of July was simply the day that it was voted on. Interesting. Uh, 1918, the first general strike in Canadian history took place in Vancouver. (coughs) Excuse me. Workers of the World Unite. In 1937, the Marijuana Act of 1937 was passed, rendering marijuana and all of its byproducts illegal. Boo. And in 1990... In 1990, Iraq evaded Kuwait, leading to the start of the first Gulf War. Game on, friends. Um, Analysis paralysis. How do we we tackle that? Uh... What games to play? Honestly, when I have that, I just watch The Office or Dragon Ball Z. So I'm a I'm a bad person for that. I think maybe just have a list of games that you want and then random random number generate them or roll a dice or something like that, like label each one. Uh, that might be a good way to do it. 
make sure it's a game that you want. Because a lot of time when I do that, though, I, like, will want to play it, and then, like, I'll get to it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to play this. Yeah. I have that you, issue. You get it installed, you get it fired up, you get into the menu, and you're like, I don't want to start a new game. Exactly. Yeah. So, if you're that type of person, then you're you're screwed. You're Eric yeah. and Corey. Yeah. That's, that is exactly what they do. And then they watch TV. <laughs> yep, and movies. Yeah, I think I think we're in a little different situation here because we we try to play like newer stuff, right? I mean, as much as I used to go back and play games that I've already played and beaten, uh, I don't really do that as much anymore because I, I constantly feel like I need to be playing something new, which is not a bad thing uh, because it's led me to some some uh, excellent discoveries game wise. Uh, and four in February is also a good time to hit the backlog. Because if you're like me, you have a giant, yeah, he said, giant Steam library. Uh, that's a great time to hit the backlog. Um, but for me, it's, I t- try to tend towards games that have come out this year uh, if I want to start something new, because then it's, you know, s- something that's eligible for thummies, uh, something that's more topical. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how, I, how I go through that. But I, I don't run into that problem too much anymore. Uh, not of not knowing what to play, uh, but my my I would say get No Man's Sky for the PC. Pretty sure it's still on sale. At least you could find it somewhere. Maybe Green Man Gaming has it on sale. Um, Here, I'll check. Yeah. No so twenty nine ninety nine. Thirty bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, fifty percent off. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Do it. That's what I would do. Because I agree, the No Man's Sky update was fantastic. So. So thanks for that, Eric. Uh, okay. Next was feedback. This is from Alex who says, Aaron, my favorite part of being about being receptionist is I get to have my own desk. My foster home never had a desk. So it's like, a, I don't mean I don't like my foster home. I did like it. I just didn't have a desk there. Did you have a favorite age or month? Michael Scott, an age or month? Aaron, yeah, like a favorite month. Like, like I like April when I was seven. <laughs> Michael Scott, I've been trying. I have been trying to keep it going. Aaron, it's just weird. Aaron, how many pillows do you sleep on at night? <laughs> Underrated relationship, by the way, is Aaron and Michael. Uh, yeah. They have some good moments, very much so, because Aaron kind of looks up to Michael as a father. Yep. Definitely an underrated underrated relationship in the office. Yeah, you kind of see that she didn't have a father figure growing up, so yes. she wants Michael to be that, and he just hates her at the start. Yeah, yep. <laughs> hates her. It's too funny. Um, so he says, hello. First off, I watched a new, new YouTube video with Val and thought it was great. Can't wait for more. I think a scary game should be next after Zelda. Have you guys watched any new movies lately? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was good. Not as good as Jurassic Park. The new Mission Impossible was also good. They've gone away from spy thriller and moved <clears throat> into predictable spy action movie like the last one. In games, I'm playing a lot of Destiny 2 with other people, which makes it a completely different game than solo playing, and it's quite enjoyable. I'm not used to raids and grinding to get better gear. How do you guys feel about grinding gear and leveling up in games? Have a great weekend. Uh, glad you liked our video series. Alex, Um, yeah, we're once a week. Uh, my wife was into it, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that should be something easy enough to do. It's only about an hour. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do it every week. That being said, there probably will be weeks where we won't be able to do it, but, um, yeah, a scary game is a good choice too. Uh, I can think of one that I played a few years ago that I will not spoil, but that's a great idea. I will put it on my list 
Maybe around Halloween we'll play the the scary game. Um, movies got the wrong two thumbstick athletes. For <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen a new movie. I still haven't seen the Last Jedi. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for about a month, and I still haven't watched it. So uh, I don't think we'll see any movies, right? Uh, yeah. I maybe watch a movie a year. I'm about the same. Maybe a movie a year. It's probably going to be a kids' movie. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, Eric and Corey may have seen. I think they they talk about movies, but it just it goes over my head. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. Right. It's like when you and I talk video games. It's when they talk movies. You know. Yeah. Like we yeah. Have, we have our own things within the group that we talk about. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> um destiny 2 more fun uh with friends and solo Def- definitely that's the the type of game uh, i'm not used to raids and grinding to get better gear how do you guys feel about grinding gear and leveling up in games depends it's a jrpg i love it <laughs> yeah if i like the game and i like the game elements then then definitely uh, i never minded grinding in guild wars 2 because i love the game and the combat system so much um, even the ridiculous amount of grinding you needed to do to get like legendary weapons. I didn't end up completing it and getting my legendary weapons, but uh, I started it and never minded it. Um, it was such, such a great game. Uh, so yeah, I don't mind it if I already like the game, but uh, if you're ho-hum on the game and don't like some of the systems, can't do the grinding at all. It sucks. I don't think grinding is necessarily a bad thing either. Uh, yeah. People constantly want the pace to be pushed forward, but I think sometimes we have to step back and work on work you know, the ga- you work for it a little bit. I kind of yeah. think that can be more rewarding. Uh, if you don't like the game, then no, it's not worth it, but... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, for before I could start Chapter 2, I had to grind a few levels on a lot of my uh, Octopath Traveler characters, so yeah. I was under-leveled. Uh, and I didn't mind one bit because I love the combat system so much. I had no problem going around and just gaining a few levels with my characters. It was good stuff. Oh man, Dan, have you done Bewildering Grace? Uh, no. <laughs> that's Primrose's legendary ability, right? Uh, that's Salati Sack or something or other. Oh, okay. uh, Bewildering Grace is an ability she can learn right off the bat. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I don't think I've ever used that. You should experiment with it. I will. I will. I'll do that tonight. Because I'll give you a, a tip. Get your four or fill up your BP meter so you can go max BP. Okay. And use bewildering grace because you're either going to be so happy or you're going to be upset. Okay. I'm going to so, do it. It's one of those abilities. Hey Tito. What's up, Tito? Tito, I'm just getting ready to read your feedback, man. Perfect timing. Uh, so that was from Alex. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Tito's feedback, he says, Hey, guys, been trying to get back into No Man's Sky, but I've been busy with work. And also, I have a hard time remembering the controls and getting back into the swing of things. Gameplay-wise, not much has changed, uh, but I have not done any base building or tried out vehicles and freighters i'm sure that adds to the experience all those things were added after i stopped playing the first time the main thing i've been enjoying it with no man's sky is all the screenshots and videos people have been sharing from cool planets made out of hexagonal metal panels to giant trees that reach to the clouds or uh, gigantic underground caves that you can fly through and there's been some really cool bases people have built it's really cool to see the added variety hell games has managed to include in the game 
The pictures of different geological formations that weren't in the game at first are really cool. And the addition of clouds and planetary rings adds so much beauty and grandiosity to space. I'd like to get back in and play with my friends and build a really cool base, but so far I don't mind looking at other people's work. I'm too lazy and busy at the moment. Hope all is well. Uh, yeah, totally agree, Tato. I actually, I talked about earlier in the episode, I had to have my Chromebook up with the controls because I could not remember what they did. And uh, they actually were a little bit different from whatever this the website I had was updated. Uh, it was a little little different than than what they were now. There's a few added things in there. Which is really confusing for me. I do think when I when I fire it up again, I'm going to use the Xbox controller because I it's it just feels kind of awkward with keyboard and mouse. So yeah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm totally in agreement. I I pretty much uh, uh, have enjoyed seeing what other people are capable of creating. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention is I did try one of the planetary rovers, which was which was cool. It was like uh, controlling, and I'm gonna blank on the name of it but in the first mass effect game the the tank what was that uh mako mako thank you yes it was like it was like driving that around it had the the boost and everything it wasn't as bad as that but it was it was it felt similar uh it was definitely a a nod to the mako forgot to mention when i talked about the game earlier yeah yeah i saw i saw someone made a picture of sean murray that you can see from space on a planet. It was fantastic. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. It is funny. Um, but yeah, like there's so so much more that you can do in the game now than when it first came out. It's it's great. I'm glad glad they spent the time to do that because they could have easily just chalked it up to a loss and moved on, you know. But they, I don't know if it's quite what they promised even you know, before, but it's, it's close enough that I think it's, it's, it's a good game now, you know? Yeah. As you said, they do deserve a little bit of credit for being able to stick this out and yeah, keep at it. Working on it for two years. Yeah. So God, if I get a little bit of negative feedback, I shut down. I can't imagine going through what they went through. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So that was from Tito. Thanks, Tito. Um, all right. So this is from Tate, who says, Sup, dudes. I just want to say it was awesome seeing everyone back last week. Hope that happens more often. Also, fun to get in on the chat the last couple of weeks, too. I've tried a few different gaming podcasts recently. I can't get through even one episode of any of them without getting bored. You guys do a great job of keeping it real and fresh, and I trust your opinion opinions on games way more than anyone else. I've learned to love Mass Effect, Stardew Valley, and Bioshock Infinite because of your input on this podcast. Games I probably never would have tried otherwise. I've tried recommending Stardew and Mass Effect to a lot of friends, and no one seems to get into them at all. I don't understand why, as they all tend to like similar games as me. Anyway, thanks for this podcast. It's the most relatable one on the interwebs. This week I've hardly any time to play games, but I played a bit of Bioshock Infinite, and I really like it. Can't wait to get all the way through it. It's my birthday soon, so I'm taking some work off to play games all day my wife asked me what i want to do for my birthday and without me even saying anything she said how about a whole day of video games and food she knows me so well (laughs) as i said last week i've been going through the podcast again i'm on episode 24 right now you're talking about skyrim has me super excited for elder scrolls 6 
can't wait for that one. So I was wondering if you guys had heard any news about anything to do with the new Halo coming out, the story, the setting, a new engine, anything at all. I've looked a little bit, but wanted to get your thoughts on it. Anyway, have a great one, gents. Taterade out. Uh, so first of all, thank you for the compliments. We're we're glad we're we are uh, a relatable bunch of dudes. That's kind of what we're going for. Like really, uh, and you probably you you know this, Tate, but we our ideal uh, format was just to be dudes like sitting around talking about games. You know, it was very very low 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 stress environment. We wanted it to be a chill environment. Uh, yeah, we're just friends talking about games. That's what we do. Right. Tay, I would like when you go through the backlog to let me know what episode of the Dead Island argument happens on because <laughs> that I want to hear that again. Yeah, and we have no clue because it was so long ago. Yeah. Dead. You know what? I kind of would like to go back and re-listen to our old stuff. Yeah. It's I feel like it's like more more entertaining than it was back then. Yeah, I feel like or that I just, it is now. I feel like enough time has passed since we've recorded those that I have no clue what I would be hearing. So I kind of would want to hear it again. Yeah, absolutely. See, a why we're not in jail. Right. <laughs> I mean, just look at the Brazilian conversation we had that one episode. Yeah, that that <laughs> went off the rails. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, and and like you, like whenever I recommend a game to someone and they don't end up liking it, I hate that. I always feel terrible, you know. Yeah, I don't actually bother recommending music or video games to people anymore because they either don't do it or they won't like it. So I don't. Even, yeah, I don't even bother. Yeah, I always feel bad about that. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. And Stardew and Mass Effect of all things, people not especially start like Stardew. You know, if you. I don't know, the game's so relaxing. It's so good. Yeah. But, you know, it's not. I'm sure it's not for everyone. It's as disappointing as it is to say that. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. So good. Oh, yeah, I played through that this year. Yeah, that, I try to do a yearly playthrough. Um, I think I started it. Did I start it earlier this year? I think Just, you did when I did. Okay, because I, I wanted to, I hadn't experienced it on my ultra-wide monitor yet, so I wanted to kind of play that through the beginning. I don't remember, though, if that was this year or last year. I've gotten to the point where I just totally have lost track of time. But yeah, that's really good. Uh, and also, your birthday sounds awesome. Video games and food. Uh, for my birthday, I always have my wife make me lasagna for for my birthday meal, because she makes a fantastic lasagna. It's one of my favorite foods, so that's always my birthday, too. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, and then the new Halo. Do we have any any update? It didn't. Aren't they supposed to do like a reboot with Halo Infinite? It's Infinite, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's that, but I know. I think they're working on a new end or did a new engine for the game. Okay. So I don't know. Other than that, like I don't really know if it's going to be a reboot. I know people have speculated that it was a, a reboot. I wouldn't be opposed to the to to that. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember where five left off. I don't know if they're gonna do. They signed up for another trilogy. Wait, if I remember correctly, so I feel like they'd have to finish the next trilogy with six and then maybe reboot it. 
But it's also not titled Halo 6, it's Halo Infinite, so... Yeah. I don't know. I'm honestly kind of curious to see where they go with it, because Microsoft keeps trotting out Gears and Halo, and they don't have much else, so... Yeah. Um, Reaver says we know it's Master Chief, for what it's worth. That's about all I know about it too. I'm I'm very out of the Halo loop. I haven't played. I think Halo Four was the last Halo I played. Or what? what did I even play Four? I played Four. Was that on the Xbox 360? You played Four because that's the the Halo tournament. Oh, was that Four? Yeah. Okay, so that was was Halo was what? You know what is some lost gold from this this podcast was the yeah. Halo tournament interview. It yeah, because was... Corey has all that, doesn't he? He lost them, or so he oh. says. Yeah, he didn't lose them. He's just embarrassed. Beth, honestly, with him and Eric not really doing this that much anymore, if he has them, he should upload them because that <laughs> that was beautiful content. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I I know nothing about it. I I just keep hoping it comes to PC. I want to see the Master Chief Collection on PC. One of the new Halos on PC. I would love to revisit some Halo. So, uh, so that was from Tate. Our last one is from Corey. Hey. He says, "Hey guys, I'm very out of the gaming loop and was shocked to find out Banner Saga Three had come out, <laughs> come and gone already. I didn't even know it was announced." Uh, my question is, what other games have come out or will come out soonish that I may be interested in? I'm really loving slowing down with games, taking my time, doing more optional things, and taking breaks before I get burned out. I anticipate Nino Kuni 2 and Octopath Traveler will stick with me forever because of this, whereas when I was constantly trying new games, I had a hard time falling in love with any single game. It kind of feels like different the difference between a lifelong partner and a weekend fling. Pod on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Banner Saga three released to very little fanfare. Uh, it's one I I never even played Banner Saga two. I really liked the first one. Uh, so is it is it out on the Switch or it's coming into the Switch? That's where I want to play it. Uh, but I think I think the first and second one just came out on the Switch. I don't know. I don't even know what kind of reviews it got. I have haven't. I think I think it reviewed much. well. I'll check our favorite video game review aggregate site. Reefer says it's the worst Banner Saga. Three or two. So Banner Saga 3 got an 85. He said, but it's still good, if that makes sense. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, those will be Switch switch titles for me. Uh, Yeah. That's where I'll play them. Uh, what other games uh, have come out or come out soonish that he may be interested in? Okay, uh, okay. So three is the worst of the Banner Sagas, but still, still good. What games that are coming out that Corey might like? Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. I feel like he'd might like Monster that's, Hunter. That's next week, next Thursday. Uh, Obviously, Life is Strange, too. Yeah, Life is Strange 2. What's coming out this fall that Corey might like? Tomb Raider? Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, uh, would he like that? Pathfinder Kingmaker? That's what Reefer said in the chat. I don't know what that is, but that sounds awesome. He said comes out soon. Pathfinder I'm going to look Kingmaker. it up. 
I'll look it up because I don't know anything about it. Kingmaker. Oh, I've heard this. I just don't know. Pathfinder Kingmaker. Ooh, it looks like a game we'd all like. Let's play Pathfinder Kingmaker Beta. Pathfinder Kingmaker Beta. All right, I'm going to play this video here. After a stupid ad. Oh, he said it's an isometric RPG. It looks good. It kind of looks like Divinity. But, all right, yeah, that would that would be up Corey's alley, definitely. And just, ours. Just a more cartoony. Oh, okay, so it looks like... Let me skip ahead here to some gameplay. You know what it looks like? It looks like um, the... Oh, frickin' A. The Diablo-like game that we that we all love that I'm drawing a blank on because my brain is... Torchlight? Torch, torchlight, thank you. It's like Torchlight is to Diablo. Is Pathfinder Kingmaker is to, like, Divinity 2. Divinity so, Original Sin 2. So, Dan, I'm going to run through some games and see what you think if Corey would like them. Yeah. Dead Cells 2. That's uh, kind of like Hollow Knight. It's a yeah. Metrovania roguelike. I think you would like that. That's one I'm interested in getting to. Comes out on Switch the 7th. So there's that. Monster Hunter World. We talked about that. He'd probably hate We Happy Few. Oh, really? I don't think he would like that, personally. I have it, though, so he can play it for free. Yeah, I want to play that. Um, The Walking Dead, the first episode to the season finale. Or the I don't last think, season. I don't think he would like that. I think I think that's tired at this point, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Dragon Quest eleven. X one. That yeah, Five. that's the new Yep, Dragon Quest eleven. So he might like that. Yeah. Uh NBA two K nineteen. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles like, four, yes, for the yeah. Switch. So Corey, that's coming out. That's coming out in September. Uh-huh. Same day as Pathfinder Kingmaker. Oh, twenty fifth, <laughs> September twenty fifth. Yep. Apparently, Life is Strange episode one is coming out the twenty seventh. Oh, jeez. This is according to Wikipedia, so this could be wrong. Um, honestly, if I was him. Valkyria Chronicles would get my vote. I know Reefer has Pathfinder. Uh, Dead Cells is another one. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, even though he's going to have to borrow a console to play that. He can take my place. It's got to come. You know what? They're going to sell as many copies as they can on console. It's going to come out on PC like next summer. I bet you. If he wants, he could take my PlayStation to play it because. I think I'm getting the least games for that console. Okay. So uh, there's that. He's going to get Smash Brothers probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I mean, Fallout 76, I don't know what his temperature is for that game. He's oh, not I forgot really... about that already. I'm getting that for PC, I think. Okay. I will get it on PC too then. So, Corey, it seems actually there might be some games you might be interested in. I know I just got done saying I wasn't recommending things to people anymore, but... Well, he specifically asked. And we we know his tastes a little bit better because we were on, you know, we're on a video game podcast with him for seven years. <laughs> True. True. 
But at the same time, he it is, is core. <laughs> yeah. If it was Eric, maybe. Yeah. Well, if it was Eric, you just say that pro- he probably wouldn't be interested in that. Eric, right? I got Madden. That's about Eric, it. He, yeah, he's getting Madden. Yeah, he's getting Madden. Madden. FIFA, FIFA 19. Yeah. FIFA. <laughs> Chell. I wonder if he's getting Chell. No, he's probably not no. getting Chell. I'll probably get Chell. I would get Chell if it was on PC only because it has PK Subban on the cover. I'm wondering if Madden is going to test the waters for that. Yeah, I don't know. For their, their sports game. Yeah. Coming to, coming to PC. So maybe maybe the next iteration of Chell makes it there. Yeah. All right. I think we got some games for Corey. Yeah, Corey, I've got a lot for you. You better listen to it. Yeah. Okay, now we can do our game giveaway. One through five, correct? No, Corey doesn't count, right? Oh, he's a lot of the, well, the, the, a lot of the games are his. Oh, he counts. He wrote feedback. All right, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Corey, yeah. is it really? You might want to text him and see if he wants the game. So I feel bad giving it to him because most of them are his, and he could take them if he wanted. Corey, you won game giveaway. He's probably going to not want to. Let's see what he says. Um, Take it. Yeah, that's exactly what he'll say. Why would he? Let's roll Uh, again. So, three. Three is... uh, Tito. Tito. Big winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So it's uh, oh, I got, 50, a, I got all caught up here. So wait, no. Did, no, Tate. I sent Alex his games. I think I sent Tate his games. You mean to tell me we're all caught up? Oh, Tito's in the chat, so he can pick pick his game right away, and I can send it. Nicely. All right. So let me write them down just in case. Tito. Okay. This is the alternate timeline, though. Yeah. 50. Okay. 50. 50 is Jotun. I know that one. Kicking it off heavy. Yeah. 8. 8 is Far Cry 3. Hey, that's I'm not sure bad. he's played that. That's true. 29. 29 is Populous. One twenty nine. One twenty nine. Joe Danger two, the movie. Corey loves him. Some Corey Joe loves Corey loves Joe Danger. Also a Hello Games game. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. Sticking with the theme. Yeah. One thirty six. One thirty six is Serious Sam three B F E whatever B F E means. So is, uh, is that four or five? That's five. I've gotcha. So, Tito, let us know. I'll send you your game right away. We'll await your response. I know yeah. it's hard to pick. <laughs> there are some good ones in that one. It's the worst one. A... Joe Dirt 2, starring yeah. David Spade. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's go. probably what Corey would pick if if Joe he had uh, participated. Yes. Oh, BFE means big fucking edition. For I, was actually, I was thinking that. 
I shortened it. But I was going to say in case I was wrong. Perfect. Okay. Um, so Joe Danger, where's that one twenty? Okay. Keep it in it and hello games. That's right. Uh, so next week, don't know what we're going to cover for next week, right? We still no. have to have our Fortnite update episode. I'll talk to Eric if he wants to do that next week. Um, Breath of the Wild revisited. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few a few ideas we're kicking around for episodes. Uh, so, but we, you know, we'll be here Thursday night starting at eight thirty Eastern, as usual with something. You'll find out what the episode is on Thursday morning when we figure it out. Right. <laughs> I hope it's before then, but uh, yeah. Who knows? You never know uh, what we're going to. I've been trying to let people know on Monday what our episode's going to be for the week. But Facebook doesn't let all of our followers see our posts. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but yeah, if there's a way for you to check, just yeah, do that. Because it just does. It goes to like 90 people tops. That's less than a third of our Facebook followers. So Facebook is the absolute worst. It, it really is. So uh, I think that's everything. That'll do it for episode 367 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, thanks for listening and get out of my basement.